going to be talking about book formatting. My name is Ashley King, aka the Get It Done Queen, and I am a self-publishing strategist. Um, we're going to be covering book formatting um, and what you can find information about it within the Get It Done Workbook found on my website, ashleymking.com slash shop, ashleymking.com slash shop. But when it comes time to format your book, it's very important that you pay attention to some key things, which I'm going to discuss in this video. Um, so formatting, especially if you are self-publishing on a budget, um, can make or break your book. Uh, one of the things I'm pretty sure that no reader wants to do is pick up a book and there are like spaces like all throughout it. Um, you know, the typography is a turn off. Um, it's just not put together properly. All right. So just cover some things here is one, if you are formatting or self-publishing on a, uh, on a budget, make sure you take advantage of uh, Word, you can actually format a book within Word. Now, I do show you how to do this step by step in my book camp, but it is not the greatest quality um, to format a book as far as like the DPI, the pixels, depending on all what you're doing, you know, in there, especially if you're having images, um, charts, and different things of that nature. Um, it's not the greatest quality. It will get the done, job done, but it's not the greatest compared to, um, I want to say InDesign. Yeah, Adobe InDesign, um, that platform. So use the tools that are free, right? So Word is out there and you can post, I'm sorry, format your book within Word. So two, we're going to talk about utilizing the page break tool within Word, all right? Um, so the reason why you want to do this, so there's not a whole lot of spaces within your manuscript. Just press page break. Um, you should select it, I think in the upper corner left. I think it's tools that you should, or page, page, that you should see it and just do page break. Do this instead of pressing enter to start your chapter on a whole new page. And once again, that is a, a tool you can use with, within Word that is free. Um, another one, only one space after the period, guys. Only one space after the period. Um, let's see. Let's cover some. And so instead of using Word, which is free, I'm going to give you some software that you can use. I have a MacBook, so one of the programs that I use is Vellum. This is a great tool if you are just publishing um, like a fiction, a nonfiction book without too many pictures it can do pictures and especially without lines um i recently tried to do a journal through vellum and it looked great within the software but when it came time to uploading to kdp's amazon the lines were very uneven on every page and it just drove me crazy um definitely believe in you know publishing quality work so i had to um do it in another software that was my first time ever doing a journal um, or attempting to do a journal in Vellum. And I perhaps won't try it again unless someone teaches me a new trick on how to do that. So Vellum is great um, if your book is just full of words and not a lot of charts um, and pictures and such. Um, Draft to Digital, that is one of the platforms that I use. Um, they, they recently started doing print. Now, I don't know as far as I think offering print 
books or that's in beta testing. So I don't know if they offer formatting for print, but they offer formatting for ebooks, all right? So at least at this time, I'm definitely sure for ebooks, but I'm not sure as far as printing. I believe that's in beta, and this is right around the time that um, was Amazon is doing hardcover books. So they just released that beta testing as well. Um, uh, Amazon KDP, they do Kindle format only. Uh, published Drive, currently ebook only. Adobe InDesign. I have that software and it is a learning curve, guys. So if you have Mac, um, you know, if you have Adobe, that is a great um, resource to have some phenomenal tools, but it's definitely a, a learning curve, that program. Um, and so those are just some of the softwares that you can use to format your book. Another thing you want to take in consideration is the trim size of your book. Is it going to be 5 by 8 by 6 by 9 for children's books? Maybe 8 by 8 by 10 by 10. Um, those are just the things you want to consider. Um, generally, you know, 6 by 9, 5 by 8, as you can see, is an inch from both sides. And if your book doesn't have so many words and you are wanting to make it a little thicker... Excuse me, because I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> um, if by chance, you know, you want a little slightly more page uh, pages in your book, then instead of doing a 6 by 9 you perhaps want to do a 5 by 8 Now, it may not make a tremendous difference. Um, it may just add 20, 10. It just depends on how many, you know, words within your book. <clears throat> but it helps, you know. And that those are both... Um, trim sizes that are used within, you know, nonfiction or fiction. So those are just different things to know. And if you're self-publishing, you can be definitely creative if you want to do a <clears throat> nonfiction book, 8x8, 10x10, by all means, it's up to you. But just know your readers look for specific things within their genre. So granted, you may catch someone's attention by, you know, having an 8x8 or a 10x10 book within the nonfiction section or self-help, but just know that, you know, it may catch their attention, but may not be within the right way. Just throwing that out there, I mean, and self-publishing industry, you can do as you please, but just know that there are certain things that your readers expect because it's been that way for so long. Um, so... It may set you apart, but it may set you apart not in a good way. All right, and definitely fun, right? So your typography, you know, Times New Roman, um, Georgia, those type of things. And then your fun is Times New Roman 12, italicized, Georgia 14, bold, whatever it may be. You definitely want to pay attention to your fonts, right? If anything, look at books within your genre. Look at books <clears throat> that are similar to what you're writing um, quality books that are selling and see the type of fonts that um, people are writing in especially when it comes to your book cover especially when it comes to your book cover like I really hate you're writing a romance book but your font look like it's horror like it's really going to confuse the reader so definitely pay attention to the type of fonts that you are um, using on uh, one of the um, websites that I send my authors to is a thousand and one fonts so one zero zero one fonts with the s dot com 
Um, that is a site that allowed just one of the many sites that you can type in, you know, the title of a book, your name, and see how it's going to look. Um, it's very important that I think you do that because you may choose a typography um, that you're in love with, but guess what? You know, the S looks like a zero or F or something. It looks very crazy. And there are some um, typography or fonts, you know, depending on what you're familiar with. There are some typographies that don't have, you know, numeral uh, characters. So if your book is called 10 Ways to Catch a Guy, you know, 10 may not be available as far as one zero. You may be able to type it out. But generally, when it comes to nonfiction books, the number is what is, you know, typed out and not spelled out. All right. Um, so that's your font. Uh, once again, don't forget your page numbers, right? Um, this definitely helps the reader keep, keep track of what page they're on when they um, stop, start. And I guess we're going to... I'm going to give you one more, and there's more within my book. But I guess we can cover your front and back matter, right? Um, I see people who don't have a proper copyright page or don't even have a copyright page at all. Um, depending on your book, uh, if it's fiction, you might not even need a table of content, right? Because it's carrying on the stories, one concise story. It's not like it's nonfiction, like a self-help book where this particular chapter is talking about a specific um, subject and that it doesn't need to be um, in a specific order. Well, I can't think of the proper word. Um, so it doesn't need to be need to be read in a specific order when it comes to nonfiction, um, as an example. But generally, when you're reading fiction, like a story, sci-fi, uh, romance, you need to read each page to you know flow with the story to catch on. Um, so of course you want chapters, but you may not need a table of content when it comes to writing fictional books, right? So some of the examples that are covered in the front of your book, your front matter, title page, copyright page, dedication, <clears throat> table of con uh, contents, uh, acknowledgement, preface, or forward. These are some of the things. And uh, some of the things that are considered the back matter, it could be end notes, the glossary, you can even have your about the author back there, the bibliography, appendix, or appendum, right? All right. Anything else? I guess the last one, if I, if I give you another one, is to determine the type of file that you require. You know, is it going to be a PDF for print or EPUB for your ebook or a Mobi for Kindle, right? So when you are formatting your book, um, you need to know which platform takes what. Uh, Kindle does do uh, Mobi and EPUB. Mobi is theirs for Kindle, but definitely, and then PDF for print, right? <clears throat> and you want to make sure, because I literally had someone do this to me, and for the life of me, I couldn't figure it out. What was going on until I asked them, what size is your book cover? Um, I do work with authors that do come to me a la carte, meaning they've worked with a designer to get their book done, and then they've worked with someone else, and they just want me to come in and kind of finish it up. So I had this particular author who had someone design her book cover, but she didn't tell them the, the formatted size of the content of her book. So I believe the content of her book was formatted to 5 by 7 and the actual book cover... This right here was eight and eight, eight and a half by eleven. 
And I was struggling for so long trying to figure out what is wrong. Then I, because, you know, KDP will give you, you know, it doesn't match or whatever. Um, and when I asked her, I was like, yo, we can't do that. Like, I mean, I didn't say it in that manner. But I was like, hey, you know, the reason why it's not uploading is because um, your book cover is one side and the actual content is another. So either you need to expand your content so it matches the eight and a half by 11 or you're going to reformat or re-shrink the book cover that it matches the 5x7. So it's very important that your book cover, front, spine, back, all that matches the actual formatted content of your book. All right? So I think that is all that I want to discuss today in regards to formatting. If you want more in-depth information in regards to formatting your book, you can get that information here in the Get It Done Workbook. You can go to my website, ashleymking.com slash shop if you want more specific strategy into publishing your book um, or working with me um, as your strategist, right? Um, send me an email at hello at ashleymking.com. That's hello at ashleymking.com. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys have a blessed day.